0: just sharing the uh, link if you guys want to share it out real quick it's the holiday uh we're gonna have a little fun today uh, i'm just gonna mute my mic for a second i think phil has a little bit of music for and we're gonna uh, get right to the interview probably in like two or three minutes just because it's the holiday we're recording it's gonna be linked to the official podcast um so i know that uh listens will rack up very quickly um But with that being said, I'm going to mute my mic. I'm going to drop the link every which way. I encourage you guys to all do the same. And we're going to have an epic conversation uh, with the legendary Ron, who I consider a friend. And uh, I'm super excited for today. So I'm going to mute my mic, go to work for a quick second. (laughs)
1: Bye.
2: So, how are we going? How are we doing today, this Monday morning, this Monday afternoon for Memorial's Day? How, how are we doing? Um, we're just waiting for the room to get a bit filled up, but as my friend and host uh, informed you, this is a recording, so everything will be uh, available to listen on a later date. And today we have a special guest a mutant like myself so happy mutant monday to all the mutants in the room shout out to them and um happy memorial day also if to be honest i don't usually uh this is not a um, thing i usually celebrate since i'm not i'm actually reading right now oh this is okay this is uh, a very important date a very important day how are we feeling this Monday today?
0: Yes. And I just want to open up to before we bring up the man himself, I want to like give him a little bit of an intro.
2: Yes. First
0: of all, if you do not follow Crypto Ron, um the man is a legend. Um I don't even know exactly what topics to really touch upon with this guy today because we could talk about the early dot com era. We could get into cryptocurrencies and go on for a God knows how long and how much information this guy could share with us. Uh, we can touch on NFTs, the Crypto Skulls, historical projects, uh, you name it. Um, just stuff he's doing in his own personal life. Um, he's got an epic little trip planned I want to touch on after two. He's just an exciting guy. I always learn from him. He's got a huge heart. Um, he shares with anyone in the room. You could have 10 followers or 100,000 um, he's going to come at you the same way, probably one of the most genuine people that I have come across. When he talks, I listen, so I've been dying to get him up here, not only for the Skulls community, but honestly for anyone out there. Whether you've been in the game for a little while, you'll appreciate him, or if you just are new, maybe this year, this month, this week, you have to listen to what this man has to say. So with that being said, I just wanted to bring him up really quick, and then we can kind of hit him with a few questions. So, Ron, how are you doing, brother?
1: Doing great, and Dad, brother. How are you doing, man?
0: I'm um, loving it. Go back from the park with the kids. It's beautiful over here in Boston today. Uh, I know that we've been... Uh, it's a holiday, so I appreciate you even pulling up, um, sharing a little bit of your story. You have so much to say, uh, but the vibe is good today. Um, and, yeah, I would love to hear a little bit about How do you feel right now about current events, the market sentiment now? Um, If you can kind of share, I know you have a lot of conviction. Uh, You believe and you invest in projects, I think, that have a historical nature or value to you. And you're more, I would say, a long-term holder than someone looking for a quick flip. But I'm just curious, what is your kind of um, analysis right now on the market in general? I guess we could open up with something like that.
1: Well, I mean, obviously, the macro sucks, right? The Things aren't getting any better, um, which obviously short-term affects us big time. But long-term, it's what blockchain and Bitcoin was created for, right? Don't forget, uh, you know, those of you that were paying attention to the market back the time Satoshi uh, wrote the white paper. It was spurred on by the, the macro events, you know bailing out we were doing all this stimulus you know spending all this money on nothing just like we you know always do you know all these com- countries getting bailed out and not only getting bailed out but setting parameters you know not want just like entitlement you know just just a bad deal and it's worse today but uh but so, so long term yeah this is this is why crypto and blockchain is going to be so important so but you know short term yeah the macro sucks I mean obviously, you know, horrific uh situation over in Ukraine uh potentially is going to spur on, you know, worldwide famine. I mean, times aren't good, but uh but that's what crypto's for. That's what it's designed for. I mean, and you know, any worse than that, you know, you'd probably better have have some guns and some wheat and some spare water purification equipment cuz that's that's the next step. And blockchain can't do it. You just better have plenty of food and watering and that that's the next level. But but you know, it is what it is. I do think that I do think that we kinda I, I think September or so of this year, depending on what happens with with uh Ukraine and all that stuff, I think that uh we kinda come back because comparables year over year start looking better. And even though things aren't getting better, it doesn't look as bad when we do the comparables and and you know, the Fed and the government they're like the bully who wants to talk tough, but really doesn't want to throw down. And as soon as they can, you know, they'll talk tough, but as soon as they kind of, you know, get the results they want, they'll, they'll back down. And, and I think that uh, we'll, we'll quit cutting the rates and stuff. So I think we're, I think we're three, four months away from uh, from the macro improving a little bit, uh, at least as, as far as comparables look.
2: Well, uh, if I can touch on that, first of all, uh, thank you to be here. And it's, uh, it's an honor to meet you in this chat today. And uh, I agree 100% on what you said. Um, right now, yeah, the, the conditions in the world are not the greatest. And uh, something that, that experience has taught me, though, is in crypto, the more things change, the more they stay the same. And, um, right now we're in this phase in which, uh, I would say 90, 80% of the tourists have uh, more or less left the space, you know, people that, uh, are, are coming in when everything is, uh, pumping so hard, they, they think they can come here and make a quick buck. These are the people that usually leave. So right now we're in the redistribution phase. I was checking some on, on chain analysis today and, uh, there's the long-term holders um, of Ethereum has have uh, doubled down on uh, on uh, their holdings, and I think this is the the pump that comes usually after these these events happen behind the scenes, because uh, crypto is, the blockchain is all uh, public and we can see who buys who doesn't buy the the commitment of people uh, with projects so usually this uh catalyst and this these pumps come right after big buys happen but this this relief rally we're having today could be uh a small you know a small turning point but i i totally agree it's a bit too early uh for getting to get too excited because uh, the the world just is, isn't turning the right way and we we need more we need more peace and more economic stability to to make sure people can focus and people can invest in this uh this amazing market which it's at its initial uh, innings because it's been around for for ten, thirteen years, what is it? And uh we, we're here to 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 praise and to talk about it. I mean I when did you get involved with crypto actually uh Ron
1: well, I first got involved, uh, I mean, my first touch with crypto, and, and I wasn't really involved. A business partner, longtime business partner of mine, son, got us into mining crypto, Bitcoin in 2011. So, I mean, super early, right? Uh, we, but it, but it was never, I honestly, at that point, kind of looked at it as a video game. And I kind of like, you know, we didn't look at it as real money. We were we'd send it back and forth and we lost a bunch. We had a bunch in Mount Gox. Um, you know, we, we lost hundreds of Bitcoins or thousands of Bitcoins of bad hard drives and stuff. You know, it wasn't really, you know, I didn't, I didn't see it had value. Um, and then we sold our last, you know, 400 Bitcoin in like 15 or 14, whenever it came back down to like 160 bucks and stayed there for three years. Uh, his son by that point had gotten married and had a baby and, and uh, had some medical bills, you know, whatever, baby was in IC. I can't remember what it was, but it was 30 grand or so in extra medical bills. So we said, hey, why don't you sell those Bitcoin to pay that off? And then uh, never thought about it for a few years. And then, you know, 16, 17, when it started to come back, I was really pissed off, not for me and, and his dad, but for him. I'm like, man, here's a, here's a young kid that, you know, basically we sold millions of, dollars in Bitcoin and, and that kind of spurred me to get back in it. And then uh early two thousand seventeen, I woke up about one thirty in the morning. I was letting me I might have had a podcast on or listening to Andre Andronopoulos or something and just half asleep, half awake and I popped out of bed and it just clear as day. I'm like, holy shit, this is the next, this is the second coming of the internet. It's bigger. All the fundamentals just clicked in my mind and I, I sat down at my desk and and uh, went all in crypto every minute of the day since. And, and it's just come more and more just, you know, it's just become more and more uh, confirmed of what I thought way back then. And, and those of you that were in early 2017, I mean, that was, you know, we had the Bitcoin hard cash, hard fork. We had the China fund. We had the futures, we had bear markets. Yeah. We had the whole thing. So that's it. So, so really, I was in it in 2011 to 2015, but I wasn't really, really in it. I didn't really understand until early 17.
2: That's uh, amazing to hear, to have uh, such an OG of the game in the space with us. Because what is it? It's us in the end that we have to inform people about this world. It's us that we have to educate them about this world. We are the bridge that bridges... uh, People that don't know or or think this this uh, market is a game is a scam. We are the people that must inform uh, these these, these um, newcomers, which still treat crypto as if it's a joke, it's a it's a game, it's a it's a scheme that uh, you can make fast money with. And it's truly inspiring to to hear that you were involved in mining in 2011. That's insane because. I've came. I'm sort of. I have experience, but I came in and I started taking crypto seriously uh, mid 2017 bull run. And my, I, I bought. I still remember like my first buys were ETH, XRP, and a bit of Bitcoin. But like I remember, I, I was like super young, and I and I bought XRP, and it was the last one that pumped uh, in 2017. And I made a bunch of money putting nothing uh, inside, and I was like, "Oh my god, this, it's easy to make money." And then, since I was like, since I got in, I was always with the mindset of, of a long-term believer. I saw that money go way back down, but the difference between me and my friends was that I kept going. I kept uh, investing during the the down times, and honestly, that's what that that's what uh, made me rise. From my ashes during during this uh, bull run of 2020, and uh, and now all the the people that were skeptical and were making fun of me or just weren't believing it, now I have a, a, a group chat with all these people asking me when to buy, what to buy. So they all changed their mind, and uh, I'm glad I could I spread uh, the word this much because I've been talking about crypto. Non stop for five years to everyone I had in front of me. So I I spread the word, and it's it's just the wisdom you have to give to people and explain the dynamics behind how they work. You know how they work exactly. How does Bitcoin work exactly? The scarcity factors, the 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 utility factors. Why doesn't it make it better than gold? Why is Ethereum better than than is the best L one in my opinion. You know, we have to be the bridges between the traditional mindset because many people have this traditional view of the market and have this traditional mindset. And we're still early, and people still associate crypto as a risk asset. But uh, eventually, this will change. And uh, yeah, this uh, is truly inspiring. It's an honor. It's an honor to have you here today and i just wanted to to ask you um, when did you start getting involved in, in the nft space and what what was like the first project you ever bought and how how did that journey start
1: yeah you know i'm thinking and you know it was it was funny because uh um you know when i first started hearing about nfts and metaverse and, and gaming and you know, I've never been much of a gamer just because I know, like especially those shoot 'em up games, I could sit there and play those 24 hours a day and not sleep. So I've always avoided them, not because I don't like gaming, but I just know I could get addicted to them, right? So I've always kind of and, – and with NFTs, it was kind of the same thing. Early on, it was just like, uh, you know, if someone started talking about it, I'd tune them out, right? And uh, the first one, I think the first PFP I ever bought was – Bulls on the blockchain, and it was a couple about three hundred bucks, and uh, it was a ten thousand PFP deal. And then, uh, um, you know, I kind of started playing around with them, and just you know, and and, and really recognized there was really most of them were pump and dumps. You know, you had all these guys sharing all this alpha. They were literal pump and dumps. Most of the a lot of the 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 ones that came out in the last let's just say year, right after Board Ape Yacht Club till now i um, just a lot of real, real pump and dumps. I mean, brutal pump and dumps, right? And and I and I I experienced pump and dumps back in like the Wolf of Wall Street days when we were early on in the internet. So so I could tell you some stories. So I recognize it as pump and dumps. I just kind of got burned out, like everybody does, right? Even today. Okay, we see these gremlins and this pumping. We saw Moonbirds pumping and all this stuff. But but how of of all the hundreds of projects that start every month. How do you know which one's gonna pump and which one is gonna dump, and how and when? And when they're when they're pumping dumps, you're, you're you're gonna be, you know, you're not the one. You're probably gonna be the one left without a chair to sit in with the music stuff. So I just kind of got real burned out on them fast. Had a bunch of junk that never turned to anything. I was minting them and minting rare ones, and then they'd rug pull, not rug pull, but just never mount anything. So I got real skeptical. Real jaded, real fast. Like I think everybody has. Even if you got in a month ago, you're probably feeling a little like that. And then I, 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 uh, uh, I you know, I, I saw about the Moon Rocks and and some of the older ones, the Punks, and and I had some friends who had a bunch of them. You know, I didn't like the artwork and thought it was kind of dumb. But but uh, I saw the Ether Lambos, right? And I bought one of the Ether Lambos. And then I kind of started hearing about this historical concept of, of, of older stuff you know and then I started yes, following mm-hmm. uh, Adam McBride and Leonidas reading their stuff t- talking to them hey is this really you know and then then the price came down I bought a bunch like another set or two and before I really verified what was what really understood what historicals were but then after that I've never bought other than uh, you know mutants and and some board Ape dogs and stuff in the land. Mm-hmm. I've really not bought anything new. Everything I buy mm-hmm. is historical, and, and when I my definition of historical is like nineteen or early. So I look at the skulls as not only and, and like I look at I look at the skulls as historical, and mm-hmm. I look at the, the punks as historical and early ten thousand PFPs. But of I look at all the pre ten thousand PFPs. Um, I was calling it vintage because I thought that didn't sound as own. Uh, historical but historically significant but Mm -hmm. i don't really call them historical but look i mean i i've paid hundreds of thousands of dollars for for nfts now but i started out with a 300 one just to use as my as my pfp and i've never used a picture since and i would never go back to a picture so to be honest Mm -hmm. with you um I, i love the early pfps i own a lot of um I own some skulls, which I, I love the skulls because I feel like they're both. I feel like that's they're great. very historical. That so that to me, that's the aside from punks, that's that's the the top PFP project to me. But then again, nice. I own a lot of ether thing. I own a lot of punks voxels. I own a bunch of dudes. Of course, you got, you
2: have to and, differentiate in uh, the I, end. You know, you have to but, differentiate. But uh, it.
1: people people are going to want those, right? And, of course. And. uh, and, uh and so I, I still have belief in those. And even though the market's down and you don't get many sales right now, I'm not as worried as I would be if I had a whole wallet, which I do have a whole wallet that I've hidden that'll never be worth anything. I just hide mm. them. So I don't have to look at them,
2: um, <laughs> yeah, and, me too. but I,
1: but everything else, I believe it's going to be valuable someday. And, mm. uh, and I look at, uh, like, you know, I, Oh, I've got some, uh, I I'm looking down, I see the Norwegian. I have some, uh, I have some of the the, the Pride punks. I've got some real rare doogies. I've got a bunch of Ether things, and and I look down on on all the calls, and 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 I like mm-hmm. them, right? And 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 of so course. I think that I think that's always going to be a use case. I I just like I'd I'd feel really bad. In fact, earlier today, kind of blew me away. I had a board eight dog, right? A double marked mm-hmm. dog. I, it sold this morning. I looked in my wallet, and there was thirty. 8,000 bucks in there. I didn't know where it came from. And mm. I looked and someone had bought my dog for 19 ETH. Uh, and I was like, holy it. shit. Horrible. Yeah, I mean, I, I, which is fine. Because, you know, still, I thought there it was going to be more utility to it than there was. So I'm fine. Um, and a couple weeks ago, I sold a gold M1 Mutant for like right. 51 ETH. And it's like, man, these are not good times to be selling stuff. I'd rather have the ETH right now. I'd rather, I'd rather buy some other things than that board ape dog. Uh, It's a good store of value, but uh but but it just it just goes to testify that if you wait, I mean that's more than double what I paid for it. Um Mm -hmm. and and I'm happy I made I made I made twenty thousand US dollars and uh plus I was able to get more ape coin because I had that dog and and uh you know if you wait and you just buy your time I think everyone's gonna come around and uh you just gotta be patient. But I was shocked. I I really was not expecting it. And I knew I hadn't, I, I couldn't figure out what the heck it was. I thought, man, did I sell one of my big ENS domains or something? I didn't, I really didn't know what it was. I had to get into my cold wallet and everything and see what it was. And, and it was my, uh, my dog that's in my profile banner. So wow. I got to change that. But, I, but love even this. A down market.
0: I love the discussion too. We're kind of, I knew this would, how it would go with Ron because, You really can't talk about just one thing with him. There's like so much information and knowledge and everything that you can kind of drop. We're going to open the floor in a little bit to some questions. I just wanted to ask Ron, particularly, when, how long were you looking at the skulls? Because I know you're a big historical guy. And um, when you talk, I always do listen. I'm just curious, when were you, when did you first notice, uh, you know, when did you grab? And uh, talk a little bit about just your your skull experience, and then we can kind of touch on some stuff going on in the community as well. But I'm just kind of curious. Well, um, how did that go?
1: Well, absolutely. In fact, when Leonidas first bought his, is when I knew about him. Okay, when he first went in and bought him, they were really low, right? No one had even started to buy him yet, and I don't I don't remember. I just remember I saw it. It was like the middle of the night, like the mayor, maybe the. A few days after he picked his up before the call with Gary V and all that, right? And and I got onto open seas and it was it was it was a mess. The contract wasn't very good and it was really complex and and uh it was just confusing and it was the middle of the night and I I didn't I didn't get any, right? And so um and then they went crazy, right? They went up to like four or five ETH or whatever and I was pissed. So then I started buying them back I don't know how many I have three or four. Um, and I think I have, I bought them between one ETH and like 0.3 ETH. And, uh, and I intend to buy more, but, but because, because of my experience with that, that's why I have uh, like 150 punks voxels. I have twenty five, thirty the pride punks. I have about 30 ether things. I have about 15, 20 doogies and I have, uh, um, Whatever the other ones are, I, I bought more. My biggest, my biggest one is the Ether Lambos. I think I have about thirty Ether Lambos, including four of the Satoshi's. So, but uh, but yeah, I, I will definitely. I mean, like I'm not done buying skulls. Um, I've been buying ENS domains is the other reason. But yeah, I mean, I could I, if I was sitting on a hundred skulls right now, I could sleep just fine at night, knowing knowing that they're going to come back. They've got an active community. Um, and you know, they're, they're just getting more, they're like buying a case of wine. They're just getting more valuable. Whereas all these new ones, they scare me. I, I want them to do good. And, uh, but I, I just don't mess with them. I don't, I don't get pissed if they go up to 40, 40 ETH. I'm happy for them. I want people to be excited. I'm just not gonna, I'm just not that smart to know which one is going to explode and which hundred are going to zero. So, so I love the skulls. And but I missed out. But it because of the skulls, I, it's gotten me to buy a bunch more of these other things. Now when I get an opportunity, I I go a lot heavier than uh, than I would have if I hadn't have gotten uh, letting my own. Just because it was confusing, I and and I let it I let it go. But uh, but I'm not done stacking skulls by any means.
0: That's I incredible you right now, man. Uh, shameless plug for the skulls. But um, there are skulls that are being released. With demonic blood. They're out there. I could help you find one. Uh, I'm just going to put that out there. Feel free, Ron. You always can slide in my DMs, big dog. You know this. Uh, I consider you a friend. But yeah, there's some bargains out there. So, shameless skulls plug, we got to do it. There's a lot going on in the community right now. So, just take a quick second. Uh, we get a CM decision on the way for the community. That's going to be a big thing. Um, we got proposals left and right, getting drawn up, voted on. We have the legendary Witters in the room. Uh, if you haven't followed her, her art, phenomenal. Um, she's got an awesome proposal in the works, uh, some mural action for the Skull community. And that's just what it's about for the Skulls. It's a very tight-knit little fam. Uh, you can propose an idea, and it's that simple. Get people behind you. Um. You gotta do a little bit of legwork and explain how you're gonna do it. Get some help, maybe. Maybe collab with some other skulls. You don't know, but it's there. And not every collection is is set up that way. And I like that. So every skull, you could have one, you could have a hundred. You got a voice. You can try to put together some great ideas, or maybe support someone else in a beautiful idea. Like we got Witters here. Um. So shout out to that. Um. Shameless plug. But I love the Skulls. I love all the OG historicals. Man, one day I will have an Ether Lambo. Uh, super jealous of that collection you have, Ron. Um, and I, I'm, I'm with you on the historicals. Uh, they can make 200 projects a day. Uh, they can make doodle bear apes. They can do whatever they want. But there's going to be only so many historical projects. We don't want to say vintage. But um, definitely there's going to be only so many. And the fact that you see these teams, and I'm going to say all of them, they're all still building. They're not just sitting back. Uh, They're not just like aging like fine wine, which honestly they probably could. But I see evolution. Um, I see leadership. I see new ideas, um, innovation. I mean, look at the demonic skulls. I don't think that they really get the love that they should. I really love the art. I think that some people honestly don't even know about it yet. I've been trying to kind of build on that energy, too. So, you know, you look at the Doogies, Shameless Plug, great collection. Like you said, the Ether things. There's like an alliance of the early 10Ks. Everyone is cool. Um, Punk Voxels, of course. I don't have an Ether Lambo, but shout out all of them. Um, They're building. They're growing with the Skulls. Um, I see like a real community vibe between all two. So I just wanted to touch on that. And then I know, Ron, we talked earlier, and you have one heck of an epic trip coming up where we kind of had to time this thing this way with the holiday. So I just wanted to touch on that before I forget because you have a crazy trip coming up. I want to live vicariously through you, man. I'm in Boston. I got two kids over here. I'm not going to be going on that trip for sure. But I'm hoping to uh, follow you, maybe see a pic here or there pop up on Twitter. If you want to maybe touch on that and kind of share that, it's pretty exciting stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. By the way, I have—I I think I have a top five, at least in my opinion. L three demonic skull, which I love. Right? I mean, and those—they're all nice, but but I have one that—that's that, one of my favorite. In fact, if I ever—if my ape ever sold before I bought another one, it would—it would definitely be in the top contention for being one my used as my PFP. It's—it's it's a really cool one. Uh, and I only rocked it the day of, and no one, no one knew who I was when I jumped in spaces. But uh, shows how important these these PFPs are, and, and of course our uh, our uh, our ENS names as well, right? It's our whole identities. But uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, Friday a week from or this Friday, I guess is I'm um, going for from the I think I don't know till what day till the ninth. So for about a week, going up to uh, uh, way up into. I thought it was British Columbia, but I guess we're actually jumping over into Saskatchewan. We're flying. We're taking four flights to get there. The last one's a bush plane and uh we're going to be way back. I don't even think I may not even have uh I may not even have uh internet. I don't know. Maybe there's satellite internet there. I don't know. It's it's uh it's uh it's crazy. We'll probably have some, you know, 13-year-old kid flying us by bush plane back into but anyway, <laughs> we're going back way back in there and uh doing a little bit of fishing and chilling and and like I said, I'm, I'm hoping I have some internet, but I may have none. I don't even know yet. It's that it's that remote.
2: But sometimes that's what you need, right? You need a balance in life. We're, I'm sure we're a bit too stuck to the computers in good and bad times to, to keep update with everything that's going on in the NFT crypto space. But sometimes what you need is just nature and getting out there. And uh, so when you come back, you, you, you can give it uh, even a more more energy and more focus but it's really it's really insane that you you were also part of the the web 2 era coming up and i actually i'm i'm i was born during those times so i i heard from my father some stories and everything and i, I really really um, i have some questions regarding that meaning like what's the main difference that you see in the evolution of uh, Web three, what's the main similarity uh, there is with uh, let's say we were talking about pumping and dumps before, right? Uh, what I from what I know that I've been told in the dot com uh, uh, bubble that like anything with a dot com uh, would would skyrocket. Would that be like the equivalent of I don't know all these. Uh, nfts coming up or would you compare that more with uh, like crypto project themselves how how how, like i mean i know it's a hard question but how would you compare the differences between these two because for me it's pretty clear like it's always been clear since i got into crypto that this was the evolution of internet and uh, here we're talking about the, the evolution but how was it living through the web two era and how like how does it differ how do you stay safe do you have any uh, advice on how to stay safe how uh, out there you know for for people that maybe um need that or are new to the space what, what would you recommend on that front
1: well first off i'll say the similarities are uh, way more than you'd even believe because most of you guys growing up during that era or after that era it's just kind of like oh it was a no brainer it was a done deal it was far from it and and just like today a handful of people have vision back then only a handful of people had vision and there was even more FUD and more naysayers and and literally we would we were trying to spread the word we would we would rent out uh, we'd rent out hotel rooms and would you know set up people could come and would talk about them I mean, I I remember half of the room getting up, calling the scammers and ripoffs, and we just wanted to.
2: So we we lost you there, I think. Oh, uh, you might so got I
0: rugged think... for a quick second there, uh, Ron. Are you with us?
2: We see you, Witters, raising your hand, and also AF96 uh, for later questions. You you will be brought up. Uh, stay stay here, and uh, you will get a chance to speak. I see you, virtual, requested as well. So we'll, we're having a technical uh, difficulty, but yeah, like I mean, it's it's really eye-opening having a guest that that really lived through a previous you know change in in of an era if we could call it that and uh, it's really interesting to hear what he has to say regarding these uh these comparisons that can be made because in the end um right now we could argue we're in a The '90s phase of the .dot com, I guess, when uh, everything was starting to to pop off, and um, companies such as, you know, Yahoo, uh, could be the equivalent of, you know, a crypto that that didn't make it till now, or, uh, you know, hopefully Ethereum will become the the Google of the Web three if you want to make that comparison but it's really interesting to have these these conversations with a person with so much so much experience like Ron himself and um
0: yeah let's... Ron if you can't connect you can probably try to pop out and maybe pop back in oh i don't know if he's back yet but yeah it's been a great conversation so far a lot of information has been dropped Ron definitely myself going to have to probably give this a listen later uh, because the man has so much to say and that was my problem as I was trying to think of what to really ask him you could really turn this into like a three-hour thing easily and probably leave the people wanting to know a little bit more which is why we, we could turn this wrong. in a 24-hour thing if you ask
2: me honestly yeah 100 percent. i'll have to listen, it, if listen
0: there, to it back but heart heart emoji there are you there Are you with us, Ron? <laughs> the show must go on. Let's bring up Withers. We can talk a little bit about, about her mural and what she's cooking up. And uh, I'm sure she might have a question. On I can, too. I we're can trying hear to get now. You I can
1: hear for a minute. So. I can hear now, So
0: Okay,
2: good to have you back, Ron. We were ready to go without you. No, I'm kidding. No, I, 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 was, I was saying it's truly eye-opening to hear, uh, you know, like just – soak in this uh, information for for just to have a perspective on uh, what kind of of world we're we're living in right now because people get people lose faith right away when people uh, you know point the finger they they're like oh this is a scam this is this crypto is a ponzi like people really like words sometimes really get to people's head if they don't have any sort of knowledge regarding the world. So we we, uh, we we you cut off when you were talking about when you would get people in a room in hotels to talk about it. So basically, you're you were doing exactly what I'm trying to say. Like you were educating people, correct?
1: Yeah, and half the room would get up and call us scammers and think all we wanted to do was steal people's credit cards. Now try and get someone to give you a credit card over the phone. No one will do it but everyone's willing to put it online. But back then, literally, it's just people just didn't have the vision. And I was saying the difference is now we have all these tools, people building, people building all these D apps and tools to help us. And we have community helping each other and helping the project. But uh, we didn't have any of that. So I think it's going to go 10 times faster than, than uh, Web 1, Web 2 did.
2: I totally agree on that because we have a foundation, right? Like as you said, people build, people have tools. Look, we're in a space like imagine having this kind of tool in the Web two era, where you could just connect with people that that would agree with you from wherever you are in the world. You know, before what like before what we were in, in a different level of, uh, or you didn't have the same capabilities. To, to spread the word as we're trying to do here for, for the skulls, for crypto, for blockchain. But for the, our goal is for the, the biggest, the, the big picture is to get most people involved with the skulls and then help them put their skulls in a safe place um, and, and just help newcomers with, uh, with knowledge and try to try to set their brain in the right direction for, for for this vision that you're talking about, right? Because in the end, it's all about having a vision, trying to to, to see how this can, could play out. And for me, it has always been clear since 2017. Now it's clearer than ever. you know like the the big the big hedge funds, banks, all the people that hated Bitcoin called it a scam crypto Called it a scam nfts call them a scam they are now all did 180 degrees flip and they're all for it they're all like do you see like there's prada i think prada as well like a brand like prada all the fashion big brands are are making uh nfts and that would be that would be actually a great thing to work with a big fashion brand for the skulls because i think the skulls uh going going back to the thing we were talking about before they 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 would they will age like wine i think for the for the main reason is that they just have this 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 look like this cool look that you could put literally anywhere like i put mine on on a on a hat and like i can't stop wearing it it's like and then people ask me what it what what that is and you know it 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 has an appeal to it. Uh, it may not, you know, please everyone's eye. But to me, it's it's pretty obvious that uh, it could be um, like a, a really cool brand could be built behind the skulls. I mean, that will come later on. I'm thinking You already something. got the
0: brand, big dog. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's the holiday. I promised Ron I would not keep him too, too long. And I know we have a really cool vibe. I see a lot of great people in the audience. And I just wanted to real quick. Take some questions. I'm sure some people would love to pick Ron's brain. I could see this going on for a little bit. So I'm like, man, we probably should get to this and see how this goes. So not to kill you real quick, but I would love to just bring up the lovely witters really quick. If you want to ask Ron a question or share anything you're doing with the skulls, um, the floor is yours. Let's talk.
3: Hi everyone. Hi Ron. Um, Such a good conversation um, to hear from a different point of view. Um, a lot of us, uh, we, we like to think that we're early, but, um, knowing like your journey is, is super important. My question for you was, um, what are you doing right now in, in this market? Um, like, are you pulling profits? Like, are you reinvesting? Uh, what are you doing currently?
1: Yeah, I'm, uh. Yeah, I'm mostly holding, obviously holding, studying, learning, um, you know, obviously one of rather than try to get in and out of the market, you know, I mean, it's what what's the old saying, you know, time in the market is better than trying to time the market. When you look at when you look at Bitcoin or even, you, you know, probably the schools or any, any any project, you have about a dozen days out of the year when you really have that parabolic growth. And you miss one or two of them and you can miss 50% of the growth. So so I really don't try to get in and out too much. I mean, I do, I do a lot of yield farming. I mean, I do a lot of uh, uh, provide a lot of liquidity. And some of those are with stable coins, try to buy the dip. So I mostly, mostly just kind of automatically buy the dip every day with, uh, with yields I'm generating. And I mean, and before the drop, it was about a Bitcoin a day. Um, now it's way less, obviously, because everything's down, and you know, and everyone's just fearful, right? But, um, but yeah, but I, I'm not. I mean, if I had, like, like I'm, I'm literally looking at some other assets I have right now and thinking, if we go any lower, I'll, I'll liquidate. And, and I'm mostly, I'm almost mostly in, in in crypto, almost 100% anyway. But, but I'm actually looking at some other assets, thinking, you know what, if we get down to Twenty four twenty dollars 21000 Bitcoin, then I'd, I would deploy everything possible, including selling blood on a daily basis to to get in there. But but I'm mostly holding, and that's that's why I know if I get in and out, it can be really frustrating. Uh, it's painful to ride these markets way down even if you've been in as long as I have. But when you think of the great Baron Rothschild in the 1800s saying Bly, buy when there's blood in the streets even if it's your own blood, that's a pretty bad situation right that's kind of what we're all feeling now and newbie people they're gone and they they're, they may or may not come back but but uh, but I but yeah I don't really um I do always keep I do always keep a certain percentage in stable coins most of that's fully deployed right now though so the only new money I'm deploying is uh yield different yield farming stuff and that's way down from what it normally is but normally I'm buying the dip every day with uh with uh you know I provide a lot of liquidity i do a lot of lending to through celsius and things like that and uh but that, that's way off right now but but still whatever i have coming in maybe it's uh 10 percent of what it was um a couple months ago but i still it's it's more valuable because a lot of the good alts are off uh 80 percent and look it, we're talking the skulls here the skulls are one notch below the the crypto punks and in some cases many notches above them because they have such a better team. Um, but man, if, if skulls are down and, and people don't see the value there, you, you just realize that's how bad it is. Just pick those up. And they're, when they're 10 E, everyone will call you lucky for, for, for buying them here. And Evan will think you were just lucky. Even the, even the board uh, apes had to hold through some, they went down to, you know, 60 down to 20 and back up and whatever, you know, you just got to hold your conviction you can only rely on your own research and your own faith to get you through these times.
3: Absolutely, completely agree. And if this is too personal, what I'm uh, I'm trying to preface my question. Uh, if this is too personal, don't worry about. It. You're not going to hurt my feelings. If uh, you're like, you know, I'd rather not answer that. But um, my question is um, like whenever you have your income or or like where what percentage of your income uh like do you have an another job um and do you like what percentage of your income are you investing in crypto and nfts
1: yeah now almost a hundred percent in fact most of my most of my revenue now comes from just yield farming and things like that so Um, I did, I was partners in a salt mine for the last seven or eight years. And literally, if I had to put the same money and effort into crypto, I'd have made about $100 million, right? In addition to what I have now. So so it was definitely, but it was something that I was committed to and there's nothing I could do. We're in the final stages of of selling that. But but I'm not even, like I'm not even taking any of the money. Uh, The other partners are keeping it because I've made so much more in crypto even, even with the, uh, you know, the current downturn or whatever, but, but right now all my money comes from crypto and most of that just yield farming and lending. Um, at this point, um, I don't really sell it, but I, but I do, uh, I do get staking rewards yielding. And like I say, it, you know, a few months ago was almost a Bitcoin a day. So, but, but I, I don't, I, I don't, I live, I live on a lot less. I live on a lot less than I make. Um, so I don't, I, I, I don't spend that much money right now. I have in the past, um, but for the last five years, I've really cut back. Like these few trips I'm taking this year, I'm going to British Columbia. I'm going to Africa for three weeks in August and then I'm going to Turkey and in, uh, in, uh, in October. Uh, other than that, uh, I'm not doing much Which that's a lot, but but I, I typically just pretty much travel all the time, but, uh, but I'm really trying to live on less live below my means and, put that money in crypto because every dollar I spend right now, I feel like that's worth $10 a couple of years from now. So, so I'm really trying to, trying to not, I haven't bought a new car for a while. My wife bought a grandma's house. So we moved it from, you know, multi-million dollar house down to a a house that, you know, basically costs us nothing almost. It's like a car payment. So um, yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm living way below my means to put it all into crypto so that's kind of my philosophy that's what I think everyone should do right now
2: exactly isn't that what Elon Musk said once he was like to become a billionaire is not how much money you make but how much you spend because in the end you can have as much money as you want but you could spend it in a blink of an eye if you're not careful so I respect you so much for this because there's people that make money and they want to show off and we're you know they wanna do it just for the popularity, but this is very, very, really puts um, an image on on you, like a very good image on you, because it's uh, something we can all learn on. And uh, yeah, that's uh, that's incredible. So uh, if anybody else has a question, please. Uh, um, I don't know if Witters has another one or AF ninety six. I see him. We'll maybe give him a chance to have a question. So whenever you want. And yeah,
0: please. Anybody. Um, I hope you are really taking in some of the things this man has just said. I'm literally going to listen to this again tonight. Um, every time he does an interview, it's something new you learn. I'm utterly fascinated by I would love to hear about the penny stocks, Ron. I would love to do this again um, because, man, I knew this was going to be the problem. There's just not enough time to really dig into the stuff that this guy has to say, but I'm really hoping that people are realizing, give this guy a follow if you're tuning in later or on the podcast, follow Ron. This man is super genuine. He's a legend. I'd love to definitely hear from some more people in the room, and I'd love for Witters for a second to really just, if she doesn't mind, not to throw her on the spot, but to maybe touch on what she's working on for the skulls really quick because that's something special Uh, i don't know if people know about that too but uh shout out to her man and all artists out there i've seen some of her work i popped on her twitter blown away so shout out to her if you want to come up or you have more questions for ron obviously let's definitely keep the flow and the conversation going um i just don't want to kill this man's entire holiday but please come up ask some questions he's got a lot to say
3: I do have one more question for Ron and then I'll let AF96 go and um we'll we'll keep it moving that way. Um but uh, Ron I was wondering if um like are you on different like exchanges or are you um just kind of doing it on your own um just watching the different percentages like up down like what what's your day-to-day um strategy?
1: Yeah, so I try and do everything I can, decentralized DEXs. I do a little bit with KuCoin. I do a little bit with, there, there's a undiscovered um, killer uh, uh, project. There's my favorite U.S. exchange called CoinZoom, and I do some stuff off there. Um, but, but mostly I do stuff on decentralized exchanges. And yeah, so so my day job is I, run, I basically run a crypto hedge fund, um, but it's just, it's one other partner and I, well, actually about three or four of us own about 60% of it. Um, So, so I, I trade all my money with, with a few, few friends, but, but everything's set up offshore. We're set up in British Virgin islands. Um, We're set up. Uh, so we do, we did that a few years ago, just to, so we wouldn't, you know, had tax benefits. It is owned ultimately by the Nevada corporation, but it is fully operate in British Virgin islands. So we have, um, you know, we're not subject to any U.S. laws as far as trading and taxes and, and things like that. And then because of the treaties, we're able to bring stuff in beneficial, you know, for like ten and a half percent taxed. Um, so so we we have a pretty pretty uh, sophisticated uh, international strategy. And once again, it's not to hide anything; it's just to be able to be uh, at, you know jurisdictionally agnostic, just like crypto is. We try and stay as decentralized as we can. So. We don't like to do anything on American exchanges if we can help. I do like Kucoin. I do use CoinZoom. I mean, I do. You know, I was one of the first users ever on Binance, um, but but mostly on DEXs. And and our strategy, our overall strategy, aside from historical NFTs, and, and and I'm I'm getting real down the rabbit hole on on ENS domains. But our our strategy is when we were in the dot com world. My partner, my main partner and I, we both had competing malls. Mine was called WI Mall. His was called iMo. We both went to of the first dot-com companies to go public. He sold his for half a billion to add home. So he was smarter than me when it came to selling. I thought I was gonna, I was, I was kind of a dumbass in those days. And I, I turned down, you know, offers for hundreds of millions of dollars. But uh, but uh, anyway, our strategy was if we could go back in time, um, we would have been made more money, like for one example we both between our companies and they were, we were competitors back then. Right. But uh, we, we had out millions of AOL discs so people could use dial up and get on. We paid to print them. We'd market them. We never bought AOL stock early on. Right. So if I was, if I was to kind of synthesize um, our, our strategy right now, it's like, you've heard the story of the gold rush. A few people found gold, but the infrastructure, the people that, sold the picks and shovels, the Levi straws, the Wells Fargo, they all made money, right? And they're still with us today. So we're really focusing on the infrastructure. We buy level ones, we buy DEXs, we buy, I mean, layer ones, we buy DEXs, we buy any kind of payment solution. We're looking for the infrastructure. So yeah, I'm big on Ethereum and I'm big on any layer one and I'm big on anything else that's absolutely going to build that infrastructure. So that's kind of what we tend to focus on. Um, and then with, with, with NFTs, it's a sto- It's just, it's, it's half historicals, half a uh, um, 10 pre board APR club, 10,000 PFPs. And, and obviously I, I've had great success with board API club and I'll continue to buy and sell those over, over time. But, but that, that's it. Half historicals half early 10,000 PFP projects. And then now we're going big time into the ENS um, side of things. I think that's going to be huge.
3: Um just to follow up on ENS, uh where do you see the best use case for ENS? Um in my mind, uh, like zip codes and different um um uh, like I don't I don't know what I'm trying to say, but like <laughs> um I I guess I'd rather hear what you have to say uh, as to where where ENS is going to go in the future.
0: Wow, you came to the right place. Shout out to uh, Ron and Kev in the audience. Um, you got some big ENS people in the room. I'm gonna shut up now. But uh yeah, you literally came to the right place. And I'd love Kev to maybe touch on that later. Shout out to Kev.
1: Yeah, shout out to Kev for sure. Yeah, we talk about it for an hour and a half every day. So um and, and there's a to answer your, your question, I don't know. We we I, I learned something every day on that call. For me personally. I like talking about it as a domain. To me, a domain is about one percent of the use case. I, I think of it more as like uh, uh, if we could go back in time and 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 control all the domains and all the emails and all the usernames. Uh, that's what ENS is to me. So to me, to me, I'm betting on the. Uh, I do think that I do think that dot uh, coms will become the AM radio and EN and dot eth will be the. FM radio, potentially. But, but I think it's when the billions of people come and, you know, not everyone had a web domain. Everyone had multiple emails. Everyone's going to need, to me, it's that digital identity. And I see Diamond Hands Yacht Club. He always, he has a saying, something like, you know, what, what's going to represent you in the digital world? I think that's the huge use case. I love zip codes. I love uh, funny names. I love uh, anything like that that somebody would want. When I buy one, I try and think of four or five people who would potentially buy it, right? Uh, maybe, a, uh, like I bought T. Swizzle, right? I think that's Taylor Swift's nickname, right? So it'd be great if Taylor Swift wanted it, but if not, maybe a big fan <laughs> wants it, you know? And and I think that's kind of what I, the way I think about it.
2: Yeah, I, I bought some domains actually quite a while ago and uh, I ended up receiving the airdrop, which is nice and um yeah like just the the funny names i mean i i got some some artist names or some i mean italian artist names so i don't know if you would know them but uh it's really uh, like i spent days searching like free domains and trying to figure out which like I, I the thought process was uh pretty similar to you like who who would buy this you know like uh fans or, or fans of artists. And uh, yeah, I, I think we're so early on domains in the for Ethereum. And uh, touching on the L1, yeah, that's, that's the greatest advice I usually give to people that want to start investing. I usually uh, tell them to buy. Oh, because, you know, L1s are the infrastructure, right? As you said. So uh, dividing your portfolio in uh, the top uh, L1s would have been a winning strategy, except recently with Luna, with, with you know everything that went down there. Um, I don't know if you were involved with the UST staking, but I, I had some funds there for a while, and thank God I, I, I pulled them out before the whole crash came about. But in general, a, a great alpha for people. Uh, that want to invest in crypto usually um, get, getting in the l ones and getting uh, uh in the infrastructure that will build the web three as we know it is the is the way to go so yeah, I just wanted to put it there'll uh, i'll pass it on to a f ninety six that he's been waiting patiently uh if you wanna if you wanna come up and ask a, a question um and then, Ron, like, be be transparent with us. Like, If you have to, like, let us know how much time you have. We, won't, we don't want to keep you too, too long here if you have to go, but uh, I'll, I'll get AF96 uh, on the stage to, to ask you a question.
4: Hey, Phil. Thank you for the opportunity uh, to uh, let me talk. No and a huge shout-out to DJ and Dad. He's doing a lot for the crypto skull space. I'm currently holding uh, 10 crypto skulls. And honestly, I feel like even that isn't enough. I had like 18 at one point, but I sold a few because uh, I got uh, this new PFP, the V1 Punk, which means, leads me to my next question to Ron, since you're heavily into historical NFTs, what's your take on uh, the V1 Punks?
1: Yeah, I love. That. I just noticed. I love the V1 Punks, especially now that uh, you know Yuga Labs. I I, I didn't like the punks. I never liked, I never liked uh, Larva Labs. I didn't think they ever did anything. They were kind of combative. It was confusing. Uh, Yeah, but I've actually, I've probably almost, I've been looking for a few months now because I got into the punks voxels. So I have such an appreciation for the punks now. I've been looking at uh, V1 punks for, uh, I probably had about 15 I want to buy. The problem is I'm getting so spoiled with uh, the, because I, you know, with the uh, pride punks and the uh, punks boxels. I mean, I got some, I got apes, I got zombies, I got hoodies. And, and so, so I, I've, uh, I'm looking for one that, uh, that I want. But yeah, I think it's great. I mean, I think with, I think now, I mean, there's as legit as the, as anything, right. There's legit or more legit than the, than the regular punks. And I think now that clearly Yuga Labs has kind of embraced it, given it the stamp and now with the downturn, I think it's an awesome time to, to pick them up, and I, I'm definitely uh, looking. My my the only reason I, I literally I bet you there's been 15 of them that I've had in my shopping cart. I don't know anywhere from five, seven to 25, 30 e, and, and I just I back down because it's like I want a hoodie or something really special. So I'm I'm kind of spoiled. I'm kind of a punk snob, even though I don't have the budget for it. So that's uh, that's all on uh, the pride punks and the punks boxels. But yeah, I love them. Love the V1 punks, and I think it's absolute, absolute, uh, gonna be a, a great story. And in the future, no one's gonna care. All they're gonna know is there's you know a V1 punk and a V2 punk. To be honest with you, to the noob, V1 punk sounds better than V2 punk, right? So yeah, I think absolutely it's a, a great time to strike right now. I just, I just, I just want a hoodie or something like that. So that's the yeah, thing and- holding me back.
4: And to follow up, I don't know if you've been watching the floor price closely, but it fell significantly in the past couple of months. Like uh, when it was, I I think in January, February, they were selling for like 20-something ETH. Right now, the floor is at like 4.5, I think. So given the fact that it it precedes the the V2s by 15 days and uh, the floor is 10% the value of the V2s, I feel like it's a, it's a no brainer if you have the liquidity.
1: 100%.
4: (laughs) No,
1: 100%. No. And I think that, you know, a lot of it's just education, right? I mean, that's why I say the skulls, the V1 punks, those are truly historical. Those are, those are truly uh, blue chips, right? They're blue chips. I mean, now, now it's just, this is a, a generational opportunity to buy them at these prices. I mean, it really is. I mean, Literally, like you say, I only, I have like four skulls and I'm definitely going to stack more. I really, I I would feel better if I had about 25 and I'd like to have a half a dozen V1s too. Um, Yeah, absolutely. Um, Generational opportunity right now. Do you
0: hear the conviction in this man's voice as he just said that crypto skulls is a blue chip controversial take on that maybe for some but to me that's facts and when you got the man ron dropping that kind of alpha i'm gonna run with that so shout out to that this conversation has just been incredible i would love to bring up virtual uh, another legend in the space let's keep the conversation going i love the questions uh with ron we can go almost you know, any different way with this. And it's a really cool space compared to maybe some of the other shows we do where it's more focused on one thing. But with Ron, you can't do that. You would be literally selling the audience like way too short because he has so much to offer. Like I said, like you can't even really catch it all at once. So I'm going to come back and listen to this later. But that being said, if virtual, you'd love to come up and ask a question. Welcome. Yes, sir. Hey, thanks for the intro
5: and go Celtics, Brad we're in the finals baby. But, um, anyway, um, love the vibe in here. I was listening to it on my, my little morning stroll with my doogie, uh, just, you know, really chill space digging the boneyard boys. I'm going to pop in more often. Um, question for Ron. Um, so I guess, you know, you're, I'll consider you a whale for pretty much all of the projects that I'm interested in, including the doogies, which is my, my one true love. Um, but I guess, you know, what. what is it that you're looking for in a project in regards to governance, you know, with DAOs and kind of seeing what's going on with crypto schools and, and you know, other projects, you know, you're involved in a lot of projects with different governance models. So we're just interested to hear what is it that you look for? What do you like? What don't you like? Just kind of your general take, really.
1: Yeah, you know, I think it's so I think we're in such the evolutionary stages, right? I'm just kind of watching. Now my partner in, 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 our, in our crypto fund is probably maybe top five, top three uh, Dow attorneys in the whole world. He set up a lot of these major, major Dow's he's, he's the, he's kind of the crypto czar of Utah. They have to run everything through him. You know, the governor appointed him and, and like one other guy to kind of run everything through. So, um, yeah, it's I, I just I, I've just kind of been watching. I mean, I think governance is a governance like uh, is a huge part of, of, of stuff that's evolving, right? And so we're very much in the experimental stages. Um, I, I, I'm toying, and 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 I, I kind of I'm really hesitant to to get directly involved. My, you know, I mean, as far as like run a project right now, but but I am I am. Uh, I am in the process of toying with the idea of, 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 of putting together, a, a an investment deal for ENSs. And, and uh, we're kind of, we kind of, uh, kind of got some real estate on an island and stuff. We're thinking of building the club out. We're playing with some things. So I'm really close to maybe, maybe, uh, pulling the trigger on that. Uh, and if that happens, then obviously I'll get a lot more into it. But, uh, but yeah i think i just i just think it's an ev- an evolution I think we're just building on i'm just I'm just kind of in the stand back and see what everyone's doing and uh let everyone work it out because I think that's the only way I think we're all building on each other and if you can keep it open minded and uh learn I, I i just i wouldn't i wouldn't be able to sit down and say we should do this this and this I think it's trial by error, and I like to see a projects that kind of are, are moving from centralized to decentralized and i think if 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 you do that over a few year process then i think you'll probably have something good the challenge is if if you do make too many decisions early on then they kind of come back to bite you and they can stall the program uh, on the back end so so it's so it's very very much in the experimental stage now i think
5: yeah thanks for the the info and the insight I agree with a lot of what you said, which is basically, you know, it's organically happening and um, we're just going to have to kind of observe and build off each other for sure. Um, yeah, I appreciate the answer and just wanted to give you a shout out for being a big doogies holder and owning some pretty awesome grail doogies. So jealousy, your collection. and Yeah. Good to, yeah, good to know, talk as always.
1: I'll, t- I'll tell you, I want, I have, like, I have that great L3 skull. I just bought a like, badass lime skull, lime on lime skull a few weeks ago and I've got those great doogies and it's like, I want to just change my PFP every day, but problem is nobody knows who you are. So it's, it's a catch 22, right? I, I don't know if, if I, if for some reason my ape sold, I don't know what, uh, I bought a backup ape in case my ape sold and it sold a couple, a couple weeks ago. It was a gold, a solid gold M1 mutant. And uh, uh, you know, I don't know what I would do. I don't, I don't know which one, I would uh put up because man, I love some of my doogies, love some of the skulls i I've got some real crazy ether things i've got some obviously a bunch of killer i've got both a, a great ape uh pixel voxels, and i 've got a great zombie pride punk so man i don't i don't know what i would I would go with, but yeah, you can't switch around i've learned that no one no one even sees you. I could be right next to Deej and Dad, and he wouldn't know who the hell I was.
5: <laughs> yeah, I feel that. I, feel that it's
0: I will admit, huge... man, that mutant is you. You are the mutant. I can remember the first space I heard you talk, and I was like, who is this guy? And uh, you just bring energy. Uh, you're super genuine. And then as the more you would speak, I'm like, man, this guy has like been through everything, the bear markets, crypto pullbacks. And uh, for someone green, I listen, and uh, I love the insight. And you're not shy to just brush shoulders with some bum from Boston like me. And uh, that's what I really love about him. I mean, this dude's a big deal. I cannot stress this enough. He doesn't like the attention. We, we, we got to see you with on.
2: that skull, man. We got to see you with that skull if you're eight. Yeah, we so. gotta, I'm going to be sliding I, in the DM. It's pretty obvious.
0: I'm going mem- to <laughs> be attacking him with memes. We're going to get him to, uh, to 20. We're going to work on that. Uh, the floor is rising. Very thin. There's very few listed. Uh, you know, it would take nothing for us to kind of go parabolic. So, a uh, little shameless plug d- for the skulls.
2: A hundred percent. Yeah, I was just sorry to cut you off there. I was like, my little analysis, now we're, it's the third day and the number of skulls listed is going down and we're not even a hundred skulls away from uh, from one ETH, I, th- I think. I'll have to check it, but I mean, the, the skulls just have the, all the cards in, put in the right place to, to, to pump really hard when the market catches back up. And we, we always have to keep in mind that there's 1 million people trading these NFTs right now. We're not even close to world adoption and mass adoption. So going back to, to what Ron said before, investing in L1s is the, is the way to go. And investing in uh, historical slash high quality nfts is always a good another good reason to a uh, place to put in your money and uh if anyone else has uh, other questions please uh feel free to to pop up we're here we're we're keeping it rolling we want we want to keep this conversation going and I haven't.
3: uh I I have a plethora of questions, but one um that I'm just super curious, um for Ron, what do you feel um other other side deed? Like are you gonna participate in that at all? Um are you just um looking at it as an investment? Um what what do you I'm I'm very curious as to see like what your take on that is
1: yeah i've got a couple pieces of property you know it's funny i helped onboard a college kid a couple of years ago right before covid me and a couple of and we we we, we dumped about a half a million dollars into for a couple of months we were going around trying to you know put together some little parties and teach people about crypto and we had this uh kid come on and and you know college kid and and uh got him involved and you know his dad was a big finance guy and, san francisco and totally poo-pooed it dad gave him two ten grand hoping he'd lose it to shut him up and turned it into like a million bucks and, and i helped him get a, a mutant for like three ETH, right and then he got the other day he drew he got i helped him get his land a couple weeks ago it had one of those uh um uh whatever it's you know the little Deals that are, that are worth a 200 grand, right? Oh,
6: the codas. So, codas. Co- codas.
1: Yeah, He had a code. I just knew this kid because he spends his weekend like building, you know, helping homeless, feed homeless people. He's just the nicest kid I've ever met, right? And uh, he's done so well in the space. And I, I told him, I'm like, damn it, I know you're going to get a coda. And sure enough, he did. So I was super happy. But I got a couple pieces of property. And you know what? I'd buy them. But uh, heck, right now, I could buy 10 skulls eight skulls for the price of one more other side. But yeah, I will play with it and I'll mess with it to see. And I think they'll continue to do good things. Um but uh but yeah I'm just kind of waiting to see and the, the I got really pissed off with the mint. I, I was gonna buy I was gonna buy like ten pieces. I had 150 ETH sitting there to buy stuff and it was a total I was on the white list and I did was not able to mint any. So I was really pissed. Worst experience I'd had since. Tell me
2: about it. <laughs>
1: uh, you know, worst experience. One of my worst experiences I've ever had in crypto. So I wound up buying two when they dropped down. Oh, I mentioned. I just sold my other ape, so I, I mentioned. I got a free one and I bought one, but, uh, but man, I it was a bad, It was a horrible experience. I mean, they did not handle that, and people, people were spending ten thousand dollars on gas. Right. And, and, and I, I, yeah, it, it was a nightmare. So, so I'm I'm not crazy about it, but I think they'll pull it off and do good. But look, they're getting more and more VC backed and less and less organic. And, and uh, uh, so far other than the, the, the land drop, they've done everything meticulously, but uh uh yeah, I don't know. I will get on and play with it. I'll, I'd sell it if I could. I'm not, I'm not tied to it. Like I kind of, I am my mutant or my rare doogies or, or uh you know my uh l three demonic skull, I'm really not, so yeah, if the price comes around, I'd sell it, but yeah, i just kinda of, I'm not super excited about it. I'm just kind of kind of in the middle if that makes sense.
0: I just want to throw this alpha out there for Ron before uh, uh maybe Witters uh ask another question or someone else has something to share to my knowledge, no skull lords have used their demonic blood yet. And we've been kind of hoping Gary would come through and do that. But if you really wanted to do some legendary stuff, not financial advice, but I'm just throwing that out there for you.
1: Well, I tell you, the the V the V3 uh, mutants or the M3 mutants, those thirteen, I've been on every one of those, and they've been awesome. And I mean, I think the last one guy paid seven and a half million for it. So I think we should. I think they're wisely waiting till the the hype's back in. And there we had thousands of people on those calls, counting them down. And, and uh, there's still two of them. There's still, I think, a gold one, and uh, is it a cheetah? I think there's two left. Right. Basically, there's thirteen one of one M three mutants. And I think the I think the one just sold. There's for sale for eleven and a half million. And I think I think there's only two that haven't been revealed. So I think they're being smart and they should wait because that's really exciting when you get a thousand people or two thousand people on a call and count those down. And it's a lot of fun. So I, I think they're being strategic about that.
3: Last question, Ron, for me, I promise. I don't know. Uh, this is probably a lie. Um <laughs> I am super curious as how you approach onboarding uh, new people into the space, especially someone that is is well versed in in finance. Um, how are you approaching different people to let them and inform them on like Web three as a whole? Well, I'll be honest with you.
1: I I I only do if they kind of come to me. I don't. I don't even. Like honestly, I, I I haven't been on Facebook in like three years. I used to get on there and tell everyone to buy Bitcoin, and and I don't even get on there now. I I, don't, I just don't really talk to anybody about it unless they ask me about it because there's a select few people, and the financial people are the worst because it, 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 it's 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 a it's a threat to them, right? And so uh, they'll come on way after the fact. They're they're, they're closed minded, They think they know everything about finance and I mean you get you watch CNBC and you see these people talk about crypto and it's just honestly it's just uh, pathetic like Jim Cramer who was one of my mentors in the early uh, dot-com days when we were first taking our company public I thought that guy walked on water right and he is such a freaking idiot it just disgusts me what a sellout he is when it comes to, to crypto and how ill-informed and, and you watch CNBC and and these people are absolute idiots. And it makes me question everything else I see on TV, you know, but, but, I, but I don't really try and onboard people because I don't care. I really don't care. They'll get it eventually. I, I tried for years and, and you're literally better off talking about Sasquatch to most people. That's that's a fact.
2: I, I 100% agree. <laughs> yes. Sometimes you just people, you know, like Satoshi said, you, you can't, you don't, what was it? Like you, uh, you can't explain everything if people don't understand. You can't explain them everything; they'll they'll get to it eventually. Something on those lines, I think. But yeah, I truly, a hundred percent agree with everything you said. And uh, we're here. We're here just to to like. I always my advice to new people is always just to make do your own research because in the end, I don't want to have the responsibility of you your. Stomach flipping upside down if something drops fifty uh, percent in a week, you know. Like if if you don't have the conviction, um, you can't be in the game. Like you you just need the, this this different mindset. You need to uh, be willing to hold what you buy for at least four, five years, and um, at least. And if people try to come in here. To, to buy stuff and just think they can get rich quick in in a matter of weeks uh, then I, I highly I highly doubt they they're they're fit for this world but we're here we're we're here spreading the good word and we're here trying to simply educate people then it, it must be one's decision to to invest in these things so, if anyone else uh, wants to add something to that, you're welcome to, to say whatever you want here. Nothing is prohibited. We're here to have fun and uh, you know, keep the conversation rolling.
1: Yeah, I, I think with what, what Phil said, I honestly think you're better off spending time on spaces and with different communities, helping people that want to learn rather than trying to uh, force feed someone that you know, they they just, exactly. they just don't get it. That that's that's the truth. And you know, and and you you got to have everyone's got to have their own conviction because during tough times now, uh, not uh, so. I did my undergraduate uh, in college at a a religious school because I thought I would party less, uh, and so and I hated I hated it that I I hated religion, but I had to take a bunch of religion classes. I remember one of the things I did. Some guy had done a painting of the Ten Virgins. And it was a really cool oil painting, and this gigantic deal he'd done for some museum or whatever. But anyway, he was telling the story of the ten virgins, and, and he was and he was kind of explaining, look, the, the the virgins that had the oil, they were prepared, and it wasn't that they wouldn't give them; they wouldn't have had enough for themselves or whatever. And, and the point, I his basically his point. I don't know if it's true or not, but you know, his interpretation was you got to have your own oil in your lamp; you can't borrow someone else's lamp you can't live off someone else's conviction you got to live off your own conviction and when times get tough like this um like i'll give you i'll give you a couple of examples um one example was I, i'm huge in phantom i think phantom's the most undervalued l1 um and and i i'm I mean, that's that's one of my biggest investments and uh, uh you know over yeah, with all the yeah i agree stuff, some got killed and uh, a big influencer they did it who's really good did a thing and said they have a couple hundred transactions a day. All this stuff and and all a lot of a lot of projects I'm in there or anything algorithmic got killed in the whole Luna thing. And and I didn't care. I just figured what everyone else is wrong and I'm right and I'm not going to dump them. And and I was fine. Luna on the other hand, I I had about a hundred thousand dollar allocation and I was working towards a half a million dollar allocation because I looked at it mm. more as a layer one, not so much as an algorithmic thing. Luckily when it started to drop the first day I dumped it all and put it into four digit ENS domains, which normally That's I good. wouldn't have done. Normally I would have held longer, but so I got lucky because I, I had a better mousetrap I thought to invest in. So I didn't lose much on it. But number one out of just I hadn't got around to buy the other four hundred thousand and the other thing is I just I wanted to put it in four digit ENSs because they were kind of on a dip. Um but but you made so, the you move have to have to you made
2: the Chad move. Yeah, now of course, you you made the Chad move, if I can say, and uh, on the on the Luna front, it's uh, sad to hear. I'm in groups with uh, many people that lost a lot of money, so it's sad to hear. It's sad to hear some people borrowed money to put them in UST. You know, really sad stories when stuff like this happened. I think, it, it, like you, that you were there when this happened. Could this be the worst event crypto ever had? Maybe the same level or not the same level, but could it be compared to Mount Gox? Uh,
1: you know what? Uh, kind of. Um, it's you, definitely up there, but but one thing that no one's really talking about is we didn't didn't hardly miss a beat. I mean, if 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 anyone who was alive in the Enron days or the uh, the Bernie Madoff days, right? Those were comparable. You know, sixty seventy billion dollar hits that that killed the whole world markets, right? Crypto pretty much shrugged that off. Yeah, we went down a little, but we're not that bad. So really it it shows me that crypto's pretty damn resilient. Um uh back in, in the Mt. Gox days, like a lot of us just figured, oh, it's it's over, right? That that's the only place it was it was huge. It was six hundred million or whatever back in the day, but that was Man, that was a big chunk of all the Bitcoin out there. It was, it was huge. So, uh, yes, it, it's kind of, no, not as, it wasn't as catastrophic. It wasn't even as catastrophic as, say, the China fund or the Bitcoin cash fork were. But, man, it, if anything, it should let you know, we just lost $60 billion and, and we shrugged it off with not, not much damage. We're basically where we were last May, last June. Right? It's so, it's uh, incredible
2: how far crypto came. Like, imagine also at the time, like when like such thing would have happened, people weren't talking about it. There wasn't a Facebook, you know, preaching metaverse. There weren't uh, all the hedge funds in the world offering crypto. So the conviction must have been like you needed to have real conviction back in the day, not like the conviction we're talking about here a real conviction you really had to study and know your stuff uh, to be bullish in, during those times and look i said it at the beginning the more things change the more they stay the same in crypto uh, i think i've seen a really really nice analysis on on when the market could turn turn back up based on uh on uh, the counting of days uh you know back on the analysis of uh, past historical technical levels and stuff like this and they said around, I mean not financial advice but around when you exactly said it it was around September uh, that that uh, the, the market could turn around based simply on a statistical analysis so of course uh, nothing is guaranteed you know like the, the war is still going on the, the economy is still pretty battered right now but based on statistics and numbers uh around september could be a right time like could be a turning point for crypto then i don't know if it happens we're gonna shout it out if it doesn't i guess we won't but uh yes that's that's uh, that's funny that you said just the same exact month i mean it shows the, <laughs> the conviction and the knowledge you can bring to us ron for sure and uh yeah i mean if you want to add anything to this um I really, I'm really enjoying the conversation. I will go for hours and hours. Um, I'm here in my backyard enjoying nature a bit, so it's it's really nice. It's really, really informative. Uh, I'm really uh, enjoying everything and trying to learn from you since you have uh, clearly a lot of experience, and we we can all learn from you today.
1: Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, you know, look, I jump on every space I get. I have like 16 and a half hours a day on screen time. So I try and jump in any of the spaces uh, whenever I can and, and, and chat. And of course I'm doing the, the I'm, I'm co-hosting the morning show with Kev on the ENSs. And, and I, j- I try and jump on all the uh, doogies and, and the pre, the, you know, the, the, the thing I love about the 10,000 P, pre eight board, eight outclub PFPs we're all working together. And, uh, and so we're, we're like a huge, uh, huge group and, and 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 I own all of them, and I think most people do so so I think it's uh i think it's uh yeah we're everyone's stronger together and uh and then you know we get bad times like it's been a depressing couple of weeks for me just because of the the millions of dollars I'm down right and no, no no more percentage wise than anyone else I mean you know it is what it is and and you know with the with the with the e and the the p f p s and the historical they're not liquid right I feel better they're holding their value great and I sold that uh, Ford Ape Yacht Club dog today I was shocked and that was kind of a shot of adrenaline I wasn't expecting 19 ETH I, I didn't plan on being liquid so that was kind of a nice thing but uh, yeah it's not liquid it can get a little depressing and you just got to have your own conviction but these spaces are great and uh, and you know the, like I say there, there's someone potentially on the spaces that's just listening that'll have a bigger effect than all of us. Right. Someone on this space might come up with some D app that just, or some that just blows the doors on things. Right. There's no, there's no, there's truly no, uh, there's truly
2: limitations, no No limits. Limitations.
1: That's what I love about web three. There's no limitations. There's no arrogance. There's no, Oh, I was, I, I, you know, I I was, I'm, I got a punks before anyone else figured it out and I'm, I'm smarter. It's not like that. It's everybody's here. Everyone has a contribution and you don't even need to, you don't even need to wait for anyone else. Just get in there and start doing it. And that's, that's the power of web three. Plus, you know, if we live in a divided world all anyone wants to do uh, is, is divide us and lie and, and, and their talking points. I don't care. I, I could care less about politics. I just know I hate big government. And it's always bad. And, and, uh, you know, the Ronald Reagan tends to get nine scariest words or whatever it is. I'm from the government and I'm here to help. I can't stand any government anywhere. Uh, I just want to the smaller the government, the better, but in web three on these spaces, we got people from all over the world. I guarantee our political ideas are as diverse as our PFPs are, but it doesn't matter. We're here working for a better tomorrow. And that's, that's the beauty of Web three, and and uh, we can leave the old school, pre you know the old school corruption and uh, and
3: uh, behind,
1: you know. So, so that's yes. why I'm excited, and, and it's 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 gonna it's gonna it's, it potentially is gonna save the world because other than that, we're really all moving in the wrong direction.
2: A hundred percent. Like take a, a second. Every listener here has to take a second and really soak in these pearls of wisdom. Cause it's really incredible and uh, i just wanted to before anyone else asks anything uh you you mentioned the doogies the, the the skulls either either things they're all working together to try to 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 become a community as a whole you know like try to bring bring forward this historical uh nft narrative and actually i will i, I have a, a really good idea on uh on producing a documentary that, that will give a voice to all of us. So, I mean, I don't want to share too much and I, am sure that, uh, I mean, if, um, whatever happens with the skulls, I will try to, uh, push this this, um, this, uh, documentary sort of, uh, thing that I have thanks to some connections I made with the, the right people. And, I think this as it's funny because you say like they're all working together as a as a team right so imagine having some sort of platform where all the 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 creators all the the team members all the people that were involved in all the of these projects get interviewed and have a space and and uh, a platform where where people can hear their voices and their voices can be heard so Really excited about that. I can't wait uh, to see how this rolls on, but I totally agree. We have to, like, blockchain and Web3 is the way to go for for this this revolution and, and just to change the, the finance as we know it because we all know the real scam is the traditional finance and uh, we can't trust uh, pretty much any government with anything, no matter the political sentiment or or orientation in the end we can't trust those kind of systems because we've been slaves to them for centuries and we want something that 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 uh gives power to the individual and i think uh web3 is is the right world to be involved in wow
0: this conversation is epic lot to take in i want to give the floor to witters and uh, the floor is yours.
3: I did lie. Um, it wasn't my last question. Um,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's
2: okay. You, you...
3: <laughs> yeah. So, um, so Ron, if you know market wasn't where it currently is, what's your next buy? Like, what are you like? Have full conviction in buying next?
1: Well, I think. Uh... Like I say, right now I, I'm I'm heavily heading towards. I've got about 600 ENS domains, and, and that's kind of that's where I'm 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 still adding to my bags. Um, and if if I just you know if, if it gets back to where it was, and I was I was bringing in a Bitcoin a day, I would dabble in probably all of the uh, you know I, I like I say V1 punks uh, skulls. I, I, I'm, I'm I'm lightest on skulls. I don't have the V1 punks. Um, I probably, you know, I, I I have trouble not buying Ether Lambos, but I've already got like close to thirty of them, so probably won't buy any more of those. Uh, and just and you know just uh, other uh, right now I, I'm I'm be stacking a lot of Ethereum. Um, right now with the market being crappy, I'm 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 more stacking towards uh, Ethereum, and I probably you know I've probably got uh, six Metaverse plays um, and probably. Uh, you know, probably kind of add to what I have. No, I don't. There's no real new positions I'm looking to open. Other I'm, I'm I'm trying to get my toe in some more metaverse stuff now with it being down, gala games, sandbox, um, a few other. You know, I, I'm trying to look for people that I really think can play in that game. So I think the I think the bar is high. So I don't know what, uh, so I have belief in it, but I think it's kind of a buzzword right now. But I'm looking for projects that have good, uh, that can actually compete in such a i think that's a capital intensive market right i don't think just everyone can do it so so that's that's where i want to be and i'm not very heavily right now but uh yeah that's that's about it kind of more of what i'm doing i'm definitely um looking at more ENSs. maybe picking up some you know i'll go in i'll go in whether we do it through a dow or or our own funds i'll go in and start bidding placing a lot of bids on some of the uh the prime words that I can't I can't mint right now. Maybe some first names, last names, maybe some key uh key things and uh that's kinda of where I'd but yeah, a little more of everything that I'm doing. I just kinda kinda spread it around. I'm not uh there's nothing there's nothing that I'm I'm really brand new that I haven't got in yet that I've seen pop up yet, but I'm always looking.
3: Thank you so much for answering all my questions. Um I do have to it's bedtime and um from my daughter and i just wanted to thank you so much dj and dad phil um everybody here um thank you so so much this was extremely helpful and insightful
2: we love you Witters. we can't wait to hear from you again and uh thank you for being here and interacting that's that's what we want we want people to interact we want people to ask questions and uh You know, we don't want to be the only only ones asking questions. So, thank you for being here.
0: It is the holiday, guys, and we are going on, gosh. We've been on this call for quite a while. Um, The alpha has has been unreal. I would love to hear more from Ron again one day because, honestly, you can't really even really crack what this guy knows. And uh it's always alpha. I mean we could talk about dot com, penny stocks, crypto, NFTs, skulls. And that's my new mission is I'm gonna be trying to get this guy some really sweet skulls off the floor. So expect those DMs, bud. But you know I love you. I appreciate you taking time out of your day. Um you have covered so much that I'm definitely gonna give this a listen again. Um we're going to be dropping it into the Discord and on Twitter. And it's also going to be linked to the official podcast for the Skulls. So shout out all the people listening maybe a little bit later. Please definitely give Ron a follow. This guy is always dropping information. Super genuine, fun guy. Shout out to all the other collections who showed up here too. Um, community. That's how we're all going to make it. Big believer in when you look around the people you surround yourself with is really going to kind of take you to where you want to be. And that's why I'm around Ron. I mean, look at this dude and what he's done to the game. Uh, I would only wish to be half as successful as this man, and I would be doing pretty damn well. So um, it's been a great interview. Um, Unless anyone else would love to step up real quick and share anything, uh, I feel more than welcome. We're probably going to get ready to wrap this thing up. So people can enjoy their holidays, spend time with their fans, touch a little grass, whatever you got to do, because um, it's good to unplug. I'm always on Twitter. People know how I roll. But even me, sometimes you got to put the phone down. So uh, shout out to everyone who spent the time to pull up in here. I see every one of you. Uh, much love. Um, the Boneyard boys are going to be coming hard several times a week. We're going to be coming with interviews, a lot of skull fun. We're going to talk about other communities and what's going on in the world of Web3. And uh, we do it for the sculpture. We do it because we love it. Uh, So I'm going to leave it at that. If anyone would love to end, if Ron, you'd love to say anything, um, or if we've got a quick question, and then we're probably going to wrap this thing up.
1: Yeah, always a pleasure. Uh, Anytime, love to... Love to jump on and chat, Deej and Dad's a legend uh, of his own. Always humble, but always, always there. Always supportive. Always, always gets you pumped up. Always, uh, you know. Like I said, I, I love the humility. That's a, you know, that's something that not you know you can't ever we can't ever have too much humility. So it's good to have it, or we're gonna kind of we'll be forced to have it. So I love that. Love uh, this is the first time chatting with Phil actually in person it? here, so that was great. Great, I had a great time doing any time. And I'm uh, looking forward to... Is it, aren't you talking to Ryan tomorrow night? I'm looking forward to that.
2: Tomorrow, yes. Tomorrow we have uh, one of our biggest uh, ever guests, which is Ryan Malati. Uh, hopefully, you know, like, we'll have some great value from him as well. And uh, for me, uh, too, it has been a pleasure meeting you. Uh, and I will certainly reach out uh, to you in, in your DM, so expect that. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if you have time tomorrow. I don't know uh, if, um, what's your schedule like. I'm, I'm sure it's really busy, but if you want to pop in five minutes, uh, you're always welcome to the to our show. And uh, we are we are honored that you were our main guest today. You shared probably some of the greatest alpha I've ever heard and people have to hear this like constantly I think and uh, and yes here here we are in a space all together and we can we can all share our ideas we can all uh, support each other and and as you said, um, we're here for this culture we're here to create a community and uh, we'll be back stronger than ever. so if anybody wants to add anything, Um, say it now. If not, I'll play a little song by Santana just for the holiday mood.
0: we got the legend diamond (laughs) yacht hands in the building. Uh, Much love. I was trying to get this guy up stage, probably being a little pushy um but that's just how I roll I'd love to hear from people that can contribute to the conversation and add a little bit um so please man if you got something to share today uh you always preach a little bit of wisdom
2: I guess um I guess he's having some technical problems, or,
0: or I can't hear. You You know how Twitter is, man. They're working working on it. Uh, It can be a little buggy. We haven't been rugged yet. Shout out to Twitter for that, though.
2: When Elon Musk,
0: when (laughs) Elon Musk, (laughs) we
2: want Elon Musk here with the memes.
1: I think I'm gonna go buy a Tesla if if he buys Twitter. I think I'm buying my wife a Tesla. Because I'm telling you, that'd be one of the biggest things ever to happen for uh, free speech if he buys Twitter. So I hope he goes through with it.
2: I hope too. I I must say the guy is an inspiration to everyone. I think, and uh, just on a, you know, like the fact that he and the the traditional finance always tried to push him down. That would be like the greatest revenge for for such person. You know, imagine. Being, being him, and being uh, having a, a company such as Tesla being shorted uh, from the big hedge funds, they all go against you. They tried to make him fail. He came back stronger, and uh, and now uh, he wants to buy Twitter. And he run a he ran a poll. I won't. I don't want to make it political here now, but it was pretty interesting to watch how that went through. I mean, uh, we're we're in a turning point of uh, of uh, human uh, I, I guess evolution and uh, i hope that the, the the light will will be brighter you know once uh, the the world turns the right way and uh, we will be here stronger than ever and uh, and these are the times where you want to have conviction where you want to buy stack your conviction bags and uh you know ron gave us some great great alpha for that and uh, there's you i think you don't go wrong by buying ethereum during these times or bitcoin but like you know if you are an nft maxi you you
0: you gotta love ethereum you just gotta love it shout out diamond back in the room and i'm gonna call you out on this phil when you mentioned the early alliance with the uh, 10Ks, you didn't say punk voxels. So, um, uh, I'm really sorry on, about that. <laughs> no, no, I'm just playing with you, bro. I know. But I we know, got I'm Diamond kidding. in here, man. He's connected again. I'd love to hear from this dude. Uh, always has wonderful things to say. What's up, brother? Yo, my
6: bad. I was just grocery shopping, and um, and then I got in my car, and then I got rugged, right? It was just like going back and forth from my phone to the car to the phone to the car. You know, got to love technology, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> But, uh, no, I just, like, I want to thank you guys because, like, I just brought you all um, grocery shopping with me. And it's nice to grab the Alpha and grab the bread. So I got the bread with the bread. You know what I mean?
2: That's so. incredible. <laughs> Only <So>, Web3.
6: <laughs> that's right. You know, so I'm really feeling it. And I always, um, you know, I'm, everybody in this room, too, you know, like, um, you know, hey, actually, Boneyard's, uh, boys, great job on running these spaces. Love hearing from Ron. Cause Ron is just like, to me, like from the day one, since I've seen this guy in spaces, I've always wanted to hear what he had to say. He's a great storyteller and he's an educated, you know, man that has been through it. So it's like definitely somebody we want to listen to. And, uh, so like, this is just a great space, great people. And that's really why I wanted to come up here and just say, you know, great job, you know, and thanks Ron again for spitting the alpha.
0: Bro. I appreciate you coming from a legend. Give this dude a follow, too. He, he grinds out here. He has a lot to say. Super cool, down-to-earth dude. But he does big things, man. But he's humble. He's modest. Kind of what uh, Ron was touching on before. That's kind of how he rolls. And these are the dudes that I honestly consider mentors to me. Um, you've seen a lot of them in the room today. I feel like I've got a master's degree in how to make it. Um, in web three just by being around these guys joining spaces with them listening asking a question or two popping in the discord i mean literally you can make it what you want it to be and uh, if you put the time in and you grind and you listen i mean you can build some real relationships with people in this space and it's unreal to me because you can't do it in any other place as quickly as you can right now and i don't know if it will always be that way so, man, I appreciate everyone who's come up and contributed, asked a question or just showed up on a holiday um, to spend time with us. Or if you're listening a little bit later, we're really grinding hard here and we want to try to bring a little bit of value to the community and honestly to the Web3 community, too, because we're in different collections. And it's a, it's all love for everybody. And I want everybody, everybody to be able to come up here, share their experience, their story. And it, it's not going to necessarily mean you have to have a skull. You have to have a skull PFP. Um, we want to talk skulls always, but you know, we want to share information that's valuable to everybody because that's how we all win. And I'm just a big believer in that and the community. So that this show is going to go on. Not today, but um, we are going to press on. We'd love to see Ron again one day. Um, I'd love to hear more from Diamond one day. I'm going to be sliding in them DMs, bro. Because he's a builder out here, and, you know, we need to hear that story. Um, Definitely join us tomorrow. We get a big one. Um, You never know who might pop up tomorrow. Just going to leave that at that. Uh, Could be a big show. Um, So, yeah, if you joined us today, we appreciate you more than ever. I wasn't sure what the turnout was going to be. I knew we'd get a lot of listens later on on the podcast and dropping it on Twitter. But I wasn't sure it was going to pull up today, man. I love all you guys. So with that being said, unless Phil or Ron have anything more to say, I think we're about ready to enjoy the rest of our day and uh,
2: keep it rolling. I just want to say thank you guys, and I'll I'll play a little song before closing it up.
0: Boneyard boys, we love you, and we're out of here. Peace.